Okay, we continue with the, fam with the topic here on family, the building block of society. And then I will just um, do a bit of a review of, on what Bishop shared last week. Uh, the main text was uh, Psalms chapter 68 from verse 5 to 6. It says, a father of the fatherless, a judge of the widows, is God in his holy habitation. God seated the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains, but the rebellious dwell in dry land. Amen. So this verse actually tells us that God is not limited to anything. He, he also is able to meet our needs and the needs of those that are helpless. So if ever unakana huyuan, how we want God is on your side and God wants to meet your needs. Amen. So be aware that as much as God is in his holy habitation, he's dispensing justice. As you know, God is not physical. We cannot touch God, but we know that God is alive through faith. We know that God is there. Now we are his image here on earth and we'll understand that as we continue with the teaching. Amen. So here it makes us, uh, from the introduction, it's clear that the home or family is the basic unit of all society. It is the cornerstone on which everything is built. Any society that allows the family unit to collapse would itself eventually collapse. Bazalwani, if you don't take care of our homes and our families, will not have a healthy society. So just understand as Christians, a home or a family is very key and very important. Don't look down upon the family. It doesn't matter who are the members of the family, but all, if we allow the spirit of God to guide us and to unite us, we will stand strong as families. Amen. So if the home is... If the home is vital to the success of society, it is even more important for the success of the church. So the church is the place where we learn the word of God. I know anything we call church, even if it doesn't represent God, but I want to say church is a place where God is represented. Church is a place where we understand the importance of God. Amen. So to establish a new home, it is the reason that a man leaves his father and mother. Now, you need to understand, hey, second row, you are going to leave your mom and your dad. So just be aware that what the Bible says, it doesn't say hate them, but it says start establishing your own unit based on godly principles. Love them, be there for them, care for them, and so on, but just be aware you are you are a unit, and God and the Holy Spirit is the one who will guide you as you establish this newfound home. And be aware, any third person is not allowed in decision-making in this newfound home. So this is what the Word of God says. That's why we should not bring our culture and all those things into this newfound home because the Bible says unless the Lord builds a house they labor in vain that build it so I believe you are established in the word of God amen so in the Old Testament uh, we hear that the family was a very close in, uh, unit and the family structure itself was the vehicle through which God communicated with men 
God will always communicate with men through a family. And then, okay, let's read Genesis chapter 1, chapter 7, verse 1. Amen. Chapter 7, verse 1, it says, The Lord then said to Noah, Go into the ark and you and your whole family because I have found you righteous in this generation. God will always look for a righteous generation to redeem mankind. God will always look for someone who will represent him for him to be established to uh, the ways of God here on, on earth. In the beginning, okay, let's read uh, also verse Seven of the same. Okay, it says, And Noah and his sons and his wife and his wives entered, and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the water of the floods. Now, here is something that we need to understand. When God created man, it was, he created him male and female. It was just one. But out of one, he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Meaning a family unit is very key. A man and a woman together, they can make the purposes of God to be fulfilled. So it was a man and a woman that God gave this mandate to be fruitful and multiply. And then when it continues, you realize that because of the sin of Adam and Eve, Man could not continue with the purposes of God because sin separates us from God. We cannot fulfill God's mandate if there is sin in our lives. That's why we need to cleanse ourselves from any other sin. And now in Genesis chapter 6, you realize it was not long that God created heaven and earth and created man. But because man had sinned and man was created to have fellowship with God. Man was created to worship God Almighty. But because when mankind, uh, when man was here on earth, man enjoyed the world and forgot about God. And now God realized, I need to redeem humanity. And the only way to redeem humanity is when I give a commandment to the righteous one so that through the righteous man, the family, the righteous family can be born. Does it helps us to understand the story of Noah. So you realize that everybody died uh, during the flood. Only Noah and his family because they were righteous. So it was a family. God will always protect the family. And it's in the family where we impart good godly values so that through these values we can live life together as children of the Most High. That's why Christianity is not in the church. It's at home. It's how you live on daily basis, the decisions that you make. Here we are just to impart the word of God so that you take your notes, you go back home, and you practice the word. You cannot expect the pastors to make your family godly. Meanwhile, you are not doing anything for your family. Amen. So God is looking for a righteous family, not a righteous church. Amen. So, the initiative of the Lord to rebuild the family, Noah's complete obedience is similar to that one of Abraham. Irrespective of Noah and Abraham were in this world, they were not of this world. They refused to allow the world to influence them. They obeyed the ways of God. And there, there has to be full obedience 
to the Lord for a successful family. Bazalwani, we cannot only obey God when we are here at church. It's the lifestyle. That's why the Bible says we are the living temple. Most of us, we live an impressionable lifestyle whereby before the church we are good, but once church is over, other things start. So may we love God unconditionally. May we be obedient to God so that whatever we do, we are not religious about it, but it's because of the relationship we have with God Jehovah. Amen. Bishop highlighted a family as a household. And what it means in Matthew 24, 45, it means the faithful and the wise servant is given more responsibility in the lost kingdom. If we become wise and faithful in our walk with God, God gives us more responsibility. God wants us to be influencers. God wants us to go into the world and preach the gospel so that people get to know him as God Jehovah. He also said a family is like a servant, the one who lives life in a way that pleases the master. We as the body of Christ, we must live a life that pleases the master, not your notebooks with good scriptures. It's you who must live the lives. The notebooks are there just as a reminder, but you must observe what is written in the word and live according to the word of God. Amen. So please your master, please God Jehovah with your lifestyle. Amen. And he also made us aware that there is healing in a family. In God's family, there is healing for those who need it. You read it in Luke chapter 9, verse 11. You realize that as people were coming to Jesus, as we come before God, God heals us. It doesn't matter what kind of sickness and disease. If you believe God is able to heal you, God will heal you. Amen. And... uh, A family also, he said, it represents the worship of God. Bazalwani, worship is not singing. Worship is your lifestyle. Worship is how you live, what you understand. Worship is when you surrender all to the one who is Lord in your life. So we need to, we should not mix being ushered into the presence of, of God with worship. They were just ushering us into the present. But worship is in your heart. If ever, you don't know what is worship. No, think about the Lord. Focus on the Lord. That's why before we start preaching and teaching, we say, let's come up with something. All sorts of things and be focused on who God is. That's why when you sing a song that unamant, everything that you sang this morning, may it be that it was true worship that comes from the bottom of your heart. It was not just words that were given by musicians. Amen. So what is the purpose of the family? God established the family as a context in which man should realize the eternal purpose of divine image and dominion for which he was created. Basalwani, when you get born, it doesn't mean you never existed. You are a spirit, and the spirit never dies. The spirit just don't show up. When you get born, it's like you were alive before as the spirit, And now, 
God gives you a body to dwell in so that you can walk on the stage of life. When you die, it's the body that dies, but the spirit lives alone. That's why we say eternally. So does it make sense? So, you were there with God in the beginning as the spirit. It's just that God... That's why where he made you in Genesis chapter 126 in his image so that you can understand the work of God. But the spirit is the spirit of God. So the spirit, it's not your spirit. You are just given an, an opportunity to express godliness here on earth. It gets to be said sometimes that because it exists is existed before the wars and it will still continue in the eternity so it's your spirit the flesh is just a container and that's why the bible says david encouraged himself in the lord he didn't encourage the flesh but the spirit to be aligned with the will of god and the purposes of god amen Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, it reads thus. Then God said, let us make men in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, of the sea over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on earth. When the Bible says, let's make men in our image, which image is that? then it means it's not a physical image. That's why Rasatswani and Mokosatswani Karubana is not an issue. What matters is the spirit. Amen. So you'll understand in the image of God, you are the spirit. In the image of God, you are not physical. It's just your container, physical. So 27 says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female, he created them. Why this formula, male and female? God has a purpose in whatever he, he does. Thus, male and female, he created them. And you know very well in the garden, when God realized that Adam was too lonely, Adam could not replenish alone, God made him to have a deep sleep so that the two become one. So the people who are getting married on the second row, we are separated, we are one as individuals, but marriage is very spiritual. Once they, they sign, they, they, they make a covenant, they become the oneness. That was before. Does it make sense? They are fulfilling the one. That's why war unto him who will get between this relationship because they are one. So does it make sense, Bazalwan? And it doesn't mean when you are single, you are incomplete. No, no. You are still male and female, but when you have a companion, you can multiply and be fruitful. Without a companion, you can't, especially when it comes offsprings, you can't multiply and be fruitful when you are alone. 
Things happen this day, but let's pass. That's not the topic for today. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on earth. This morning, Pastor Teddy uh, made us to realize that God gave us power over power. This is what God has said. Guru, you should fear nothing. Nothing should be above the authority and the power that God has given unto you. Use that power to your advantage because the word I don't know if you understand. Now, as a church, we cannot be apologetic with our salvation because we've been given power and authority. Over all powers. So, how do you say that? What do you say that? What do you you draw your strength from Pudi. Then you draw from self, from Koho. Then you draw your strength from that which God says you have power and authority over it. It means we are blinded, rewele, and we are not aware that we cannot allow these things to give us a breakthrough. I don't have to slaughter any of those for my breakthrough, but to believe in the power that has been given unto me. That's what the Bible says. So what is the image of God in man? Your morals. Being ethical. Being intellectual. Having intellectual abilities. Power and authority. Being able to descend. Being, knowing what to do, when and how. That's what God has given us. You know, circumstances may present themselves the same, but they are never the same. If ever you walk in the presence of God, you allow the Holy Spirit who dwells in you to reveal what needs to happen. You'll know exactly what to do, when and how. So this is what the power that we've, we've been given. God placed humankind in a living symbol of himself on earth to represent his reign. So what is actually happening is this. Because God is a spirit, God doesn't have a physical body. And God cannot rule here on earth. That's why whenever you are overwhelmed by the things of this world, you cannot call God Ogwa, but you can deal with what you are faced with. Why? Because you are made in the image of God, the likeness of God, the very authority that God has in the spirit, you have in the physical. And you are able to, with authority, to tell whatever it is that is troubling you to stop in the name of Jesus Christ. Does it help you? So be aware that you are a living symbol. You are not just a spiritual symbol. You know, sometimes as Christians, when we pray, the Bible says the Holy Spirit is our helper. And if somebody is your helper, it means he helps you doing something. If I want to push this pulpit and the Holy Spirit comes as a helper, if I'm standing like this and pray, this pulpit is not going to move. It will stay where it is. But if ever I start pushing, 
and it's too heavy. The Holy Spirit comes and works along with me to push this so that it moves to the other. But if ever I have folded hands, like most of us, we are praying with folded hands. That's why we cannot see what God is doing in our lives. We are not involved, we are not engaged in things. Prayer is important, but prayer without action. Faith without works is dead. That's what the Bible says. So here, the image of God is is like we cannot make the image of God because he has done so through us. So, Bazalwani, if ever you build an altar and you worship that altar as a God, there's something wrong somewhere. Because you are the image of God. You cannot build, you are the altar yourself. Does it help us to understand our spirituality? Does it help us to understand the authority that you are given? So you cannot worship other images because nothing has power greater than the power that God has given you. So as Christians, we need to learn to stand our grounds. We need to start understanding that all power and authority has been given unto us because we are made in the image of God. It means we are God, but we have a physical body. So the other thing is that God values people very much. God didn't give any other thing. authority over But you'll be like Moses and lift your scepter and the water will part for you simply because you have power and authority given to by God. Amen. So the family is therefore a God-ordained context for the establishment and the development of God-centered relationship and fellowship. Bazalwani, if Ritaba Mudimu, even in our relationship, would show Ritaba Mudimu, will respect other people, will love each and everyone because in those relationships, they'll be God-centered. We won't have attitudes towards other people because if you have an attitude towards the next person, you have an attitude towards God because they are in the image of God. Amen. We have to develop God-like character. A God-like character is God God doesn't like negative talks. God doesn't like the negative things that we are doing. So we have to develop that. The church is here to guide us so that as we read the Bible, we deal with issues. Most of us, we don't read the Bible as though we are looking on a mirror. Because the Bible says the word of God is like a mirror. Whenever you see something, you fix it. Why are we not fixing our lives? Now you realize that the gospel is veiled unto us not to get to do what we are supposed to do. And as a result, the, ta- the devil takes advantage of us simply because we are not resisting the devil. I mean, in the spirit, this is what we are doing. We can see that something is going to happen. 
Why? Simply because we are not wanting to understand the authority and the power that is given unto us to say, refuse. Whenever you see any sign of the devil, resist the devil and understand what is happening. So, Whenever we have good families that observe the ways of God, we realize that there are God-ordained ministries and functions. There are certain things that in the natural, you would never do. In the natural, they are impossible. But in God, nothing is impossible. In God, you are an overcomer. In God, you, you, you dominate in the spirit. People simply because you are a spirit, but you are also living in a body. They can analyze you according to the body, but they don't know that you are powerful because in the spirit, you have power and authority. Amen. It is in the family that we that the true principles of relationships to God and more to men are laid down. Last week we were here, Bishop was telling us the story how his mother would share his fruits with his siblings. It was a principle of sharing. It was not a principle of abuse. Unfortunately, we call everything abuse simply because we don't understand certain principles. But what mama was doing to bishop, mama was trying to say, you cannot come here and eat alone. Share with other people. In a family, we are taught to share. We don't have to call drink, stand and lead label like I'm a fridge. Don't touch, it's mine. Inside the fridge. It's rough. It is the family that true God-like character will be produced. In a family, you are taught, respect one another. Love one another. and con That's those lessons you get from home. Because at home, that's where you interact with everyone and everything. That's where, I mean, it's amazing when you see how a family is, is composed. You have those that are stubborn. You have those that are easy. You have those, I mean, in, in a one family, born by the same parent you have all these characters in one family and that's why your parents teach you how to live together being different like that so if ever you can live together in a family when you get into the society it's easy you know how to manage this all these uh, personalities and characters because home taught you how to relate we are never the same how come a family it's the character of God. It's when God's character is established in that home. Whereby they are quick to forgive. They are quick to love. They are quick to... These only the values that comes from God will make us to be the same. Amen. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. It says, When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother, Louis, and your mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you. Now, Paul was observing the lifestyle of Timothy. Timothy was 
showed himself to love God, not because of the church, but because he learned these principles from home. First, it was the grandmother. The grandmother passed the principles to the daughter. The daughter passed the principles to the son. And Timothy was exposed to these godly qualities. And as a result, he was very godly because of that. People should not be godly because of bishop. They must be godly because of you at home. Because of the way you conduct yourself, the way you live your life, the way you understand the principles of the word of God. Oscar has when it comes to what is family before God. Amen. So you realize that the prayers, witnessing, and faith that was hid in godly mother and grandmother were central factor in the spiritual development of Timothy. Timothy knew how to witness because possibly Sunday after the meal, the parents would say, mama. let's go and pray for them. Let's go and do this. I mean, that is very key. We no longer have that in our families. Everybody is an individual. Everybody starts watching whatever they want to do and so on. We have forgotten about souls. We have forgotten that we are called to do godly things in our homes. Amen. So you realize that it is in the family that we learn these things. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Nevertheless, she will be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with self-control. This is talking, you still remember in the book of Genesis, uh, birth, uh, childbearing was going to be difficult, but when you have faith in God, it won't be that difficult because there's a reason why this child needs to be born. Now, you'll be having faith, you'll be having love and holiness with self-control. All these things you get because of salvation, because of the word of God. And all it says is that we are sanctified through the word of God. We are cleansed, that which we deserve. We are no longer going, it's not going to happen in our lives simply because of God's greatness in our lives. That is very key. And that happens because of family. Six days a week. And banali bishop, one and a even two hours only. We cannot expect the church to change their behavior because the church should be a place where you just get your notes, you go back home, and you start living according to what you heard from church. Amen. So in the family that all ministry and function will be tested and proven. It's in the family where you'll be tested and proven. If You do things that you're not supposed to do. So you must be proven, because I mean, it's amazing. Some still bring that character. That shows that we haven't learned to understand the godly characters that we need to develop. And home, you know, sometimes there's this word in English whereby they say you are badly brought up. It's not a nice word. It's like an insult to your parents. But truth be told, if parents don't train their children to godliness, that's what happens to the children. Amen. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. 
It says, one who rules his own house well, having his children in submission with all reference. Mm -hmm. For if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? Bazalwani, home will train you to know that if you are leadership quality or not. Being complacent, being allowing, permissive, is not going to help you because even when God gives you responsibility, you'll be permissive. You will never be able to draw clear lines because God is very strict when it comes to understanding authority, understanding working under authority. You still remember Jairus. When he came to Jesus, Jairus said, I'm a man under authority. I know what it means to be submitted under Just speak a word. That word I will obey and I know it will be according to the word that you speak to us. That should start at home whereby you don't argue with your children. You teach them the value. Most of us, unfortunately, we are struggling because we don't have clear spelled out values in our homes. Any time, and it's sad to say we use the church. You must be home at lunch at one o'clock. No, we don't do that and we don't understand the value of all eating lunch together on Sunday. As a result, family, you know, serving lunch together, it's so key, it's so important. Even if let's just sour milk, family is very key. Values must be observed. We allow people lunch, dinner, No, 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 no. It's lunchtime. We are all home. And these are values that unfortunately we allow the devil to take away from our homes. Okay. It's fine. Manage your house well. How do what are the qualities that help you to manage your house well? What are those values? It's not a wish. It means there must be clearly spelled out values that family members need to observe. If ever, get it at 7 o'clock. Let it be so. Whenever you make appointments, never after 7 because get it at 7 o'clock. Rough. You must manage your house well. That's the Bible. It's not me. And then God expected us as families to be fruitful and multiply with godly values. In part this, I mean, some of us, because we were taught by our parents. Why? We were taught by our parents. We do this, we do that. Not because we had wished, it's because of values that were imparted from our homes. Not from Bishop here at the pulpit. And certain things are so obvious that we cannot teach on each and every little thing. I mean, but they were very strict. They were very strict. You honor the man of the house first. Then the rest will follow. That's how we were taught. Okay. What some biblical examples that show the importance of the family. In the Bible, there are both positive and negative examples of family life. God expects us to follow the positive ones. He also wants us to be warned by 
and learn from the negative examples. Bible, I like it. It has recorded everything. And don't use this negative example and say the Lord says so. It cannot be. God was warning you with the negative one. I mean, David, it's not what God desired. But God permitted because David was So God expects us to follow the positive example. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 6, it reads thus. Now these things occurred as example, examples as to, a, a, to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. David, so you know David suffered because of the many wives. The children were fighting against each other. So why do you want many wives when you know that your children will be fighting against each other? It's there, it's written in the Bible. You have your Absaloms, you have your, 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 so many of them. You have your Solomon, the other ones crowned himself a king before the actual king was crowned. Why? Because of many wives. So do you need that challenge? Do you want those problems? Positive examples are Joshua. Joshua said, as for me and my house, will serve the Lord. That is in Joshua 24, 15. Abraham. God trusted Abraham in Genesis chapter 18, 19 because Abraham was able to command his family after God's righteousness. So we realize that there's a job. Job would always think that the children might have sinned against God. So he would sanctify. These are good examples of parents who will continue praying for the children. Some of you children, you are playing truant out there. You know very well that your parents are praying for you. Don't think that is because of your wisdom. Your parents are praying for you and God is protecting you simply because of the prayers of your friends. It's not about your wisdom and your understanding. Please understand what is happening because you are under their covering. When you go out and go doing whatever you're doing, just know that evil won't befall you easily because of your parents. So, understand what is happening in the spirit. So now you realize that was Cornelius. Cornelius, when he got born again, he took the whole family and presented it before God Jehovah. Philippian jailer, he also said, now that I'm born again, please let my family follow. And we have also negative examples. Eli, Eli was a priest. He, he was a man of God, loving God. But Eli couldn't command his children. He knew very well what these children are doing, but he'd never had a talk with, their, his, with his children. As a result, they were wayward. That you can read in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 13. A family with an argumentative wife. You can read that in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 13, and many others. Samuel. Samuel was, the, was the, the priest, the prophet, who God used to ordain the first king of Israel. But it's unfortunate, his children were wayward. And it's not that Samuel, you know, there's a difference between Samuel and Eli. Eli never bothered to put the family rules or values in order. Samuel did, but the children decided decided to disobey the ways of God. So there are two things that I have. So don't feel guilty when your children are disobedient. They've decided to do that. And once someone has decided, there's nothing you can do. 
It's unlike you are quiet, they don't know what you want in a home. And now, negative families, we find family with hatred. God doesn't like that. And you read that in Proverbs 15, 17. A family with an offended brother. One of the brothers in the family is offended. Then you read that in Proverbs chapter 18, 19. And a family with a foolish son. A foolish son is destructive to his father. He's the one who brings shame to his parents. So families, we all, and these are negative, but you can choose to be positive. And if ever the devil wants to take advantage, stand your ground. The Bible says, after you have done everything, stand your ground. Irrespective of what your children are doing, stand your ground. Don't be discouraged. Don't think that because the devil wants to get at you. Now you know the values and the principles of the word of God. Now the devil can't get at you. So the next target is your children. And if your children don't have a strong backbone, they can't withstand the devil, the devil will, will, will corrupt them. So family is very key. Family is a place whereby we don't have to be casual. That's why daily pray for the family. Be aware that the devil is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And if it finds you that you have not built a protection on your family, Attacks will come from all over. May it be that your prayers will be an incense before God Almighty. And God will hear you as you pray for your families. Because we are constantly under attack. I mean, a good example is this. The devil wants uh, to be worshipped just like God. But because you know that he's defeated by God, what is he doing? He's trying to attack what is made in the image of God. So same in the family. So please understand that the devil has got uh, plans to destroy us. But that's why as Christians, our lifestyle should be in honor of God, Jehovah. Amen. So the family needs to be restored. We need restoration of the family. Uh, Bazalwani, we cannot give up really born again. You can't give up. Have faith that will move mountains. I know I know everything is all over. But stand your ground. Believe God. May it be that you don't yield your spirit to the devil because yielding to the devil, it doesn't help you with anything. But it means the devil is going to ransack the family. So what happened to mankind in the beginning that makes an emphasis on family so necessary? Men sin. Bazalwani sibi. The Bible says, don't give the devil footstool. When you're born again, live like a person who's born again. Don't live a, a modern Christianity, casual Christianity, whereby you don't have clear values for you are born again. When you're born again, there are do's and don'ts in your life. You don't do everything. You are in this world, but you're not of this world. The biggest challenge with Christians, we want to be relevant to who? We cannot be relevant. We need to be decisive. I mean, from dress code, from everything that we do. You know, sometimes it saddens me to see that people who are born again confess to be born again. Actually, they are religious. They're not born again because they observe the ways of the church, but they they have no relationship with God. Because once you have a relationship with God, how you conduct yourself is very clear. 
how you do life, how you do everything. Even if labo jala bo kantlalatlala ha gore bogonwe, ha se bagago, you are a Nazarite. You are not supposed to touch that thing. Why alter your brain with substance when you have the Holy Spirit that can make you to be high in the spirit of the living God? Sometimes we are blinded not to understand trying to be relevant. Okay, Now sin has separated us from God. And unfortunately the church today will let power because we've accommodated sin in our homes. Hi, ukhodi le ke re a ipatlele mothonyala o sengile ana covenant come home u tlo robala go tlhu. Don't play on the on the grounds sa satane because o wane o khodile o matured even if only 88 ya o sa nyala o ngwana ko henu dula ko henu. doesn't mean we disobey God. Age doesn't mean anything. We need to observe the ways of God. Family is there for that reason. You need to know And I must behave likewise. I need to understand the authorities, the values and all principles that were established in that family. I can't go there. That's why two heads are not needed in one home. I can't and so on. I can't. If before likewise Amen. But family is very important. Family is very key. Family, you know, Hangata, we, we really are too casual with our Christianity. That's why the devil attacks us so much. We violate principles that sustained us. We violate principles that made us who we are today by being modern. Amen. Amen. Now, this is the sin that brought us down. And then, what, are the if, what effects did sin have on family? Disrespect and rebellion against parents' authority. Sin will make us go through that. Hatred and envy among family members. It's rough out there. We are not complimenting each other. We are competing as family members. Improper and unprincipled relationships in marriage. Bazalana, when you are married, you have a covenant. You are a don't touch. You know, don't touch. You don't touch. Take Know this. It's a covenant. Self-centeredness and dishonesty. Dishonesty in marriage. Bazalwani, hono, hono fa basadi di lunch peg. It starts with those little things. Habate kas kafti ni baja chalita ba na bakhao. 
a common. We don't understand. We don't rationalize this. If do you know what you are doing to a family that was established by God? Munna Onyeting has no business. Family is the basically is the is the core responsibility. I not when. Stop, It cannot be. Respect the family. We are too casual with these things because they are happening. You think it's okay? It's proper. Masayo upugeti munna lunchi juwa kwen. Oh, maswabi. A lack of respect and love for children and the part of parents and relatives. Not respecting our relatives simply because they have their own issues. We are destroying the family, the fiber of the family. I cannot be in 2013. No, no, something has gone wrong somewhere. I should be having families. I should be having someone somewhere. But because we don't work on, we don't work out our relationships so that they are godly. And that's why you are like single. There's no one around you. Bad relationships that you've allowed to grow in our families. And we have examples of that. I won't go into scriptures. Husband and wives having divided interests. Let's agree to disagree. Whew. You cannot. Why cut a covenant with someone that you don't believe in? I'll tell you something, Bazarani. I'm sorry, Bishop, forgive me before. I don't believe in out of community of property. Why marry somebody who has common things? I don't, I don't. It doesn't matter who says what because it's a challenge to me. If I I understand that's what the law said, but whose name, whose words is above all those words? As Christians, we need to love. The problem with us, we don't respect money. We don't know what is money. We like having money, but we don't have respect for money. And that's why it will be out of community of property. Simply because you engage in transactions that are ungodly, that will cost your family something. So, Basalwani, there are certain things that are a footstool for the devil. Please learn to observe the ways of God. Let's live in harmony. You know, I like Safaria skins, Ananias and Safira. I really like them. It was wrong, but they agreed on the wrong. They were together in the wrong that they were doing. I don't like it because of what they said, but I like the power of agreement between this couple. They didn't agree to disagree. They agreed to agree to say, this is all that we sold the house for. They agreed on that. Okay. You don't see the principle then. Wives observing their husband as aspect authority through deceptive means. Bazalwane, let's stop being manipulative in our relationships. If you love somebody, love him unconditionally. Mama, whoever raised you, whoever mukolota. Once onyala, the Bible says, leave and cleave. Parents favoring one child over another. We weaken the family structure. 
We weaken what God has started. We need to be careful. Story circle Genesis 25 and so on. All of these have got scriptures, but sorry, it's too much. Unfaithful between husband and wife. But only be faithful to your spouse. Be like Job. Make a covenant with your eyes. Not to look at a woman twice. Problems. Because almost like that. What weakens a family? Lack of proper parental discipline of children. If there's no proper discipline of children, you weaken the family structure because your children will grow not to love one another. So what is God's answer to all of these family problems? God's answer is the cross where Jesus Christ died for all men. Through the cross, God restores not only the inward spirit of man. He also redeems every area of man's life, including the family. Bazalwani, we need to accept we are addicted to, a world, to the world. You know, addiction can substance abuse and so on. And for you to overcome addiction, but you need to acknowledge who you are addicted. If you deny that, you cannot overcome addiction. As Christians, we are addicted to the world, but we don't want to accept. That's why we are religious. Once we, have, we can accept that we have sinned, that's why we cannot obey God fully. We cannot be transformed by the word of God because you are a justifier every time. You know, an addict sometimes, or I feel like I'm a social drinker. Social drinker. And we are like that. You play around sin. We are not aware that it's destroying the glory, the Shekinah glory of God upon our lives. We need to be careful. Understand that. That's why the Bible says, all things have passed away. Behold, the new has come. Let's embrace the newness that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. In the book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse 5 to 6. It reads thus, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers. Let I come and strike the earth with a curse. Now God is saying he wants to do something and he can only do it if ever. And you see here, the emphasis is fathers. Why fathers? Fathers, if ever you don't, uh, establish good values in a home, it gets to be a challenge. As fathers, you have a mandate, and that's why, you know, uh, 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 I always marvel when children are playing. Always, especially when they play king, it's the girl who has a responsibility. The girl will cook, the girl will take care of the children. The, the father, there's nothing I hear, little as they are. I mean, it's like, really? Is this how you model what is being a father? I mean, everything goes to the father and it's like, 
That shows how we raise our boy children. We don't give them a sense of responsibility. Last week, Bishop told us that his mother never treated him like the only boy. He was doing family cures like everybody else. Nights are this, nights are that. And that's how you need to raise them because once they understand responsibility, I mean, it's said today, thank God for success. Thank God for prosperity. But we have a challenge with prosperity. It made our children... You are forgetting that the very words that you are saying, one day you'll be faced with realities of life. And what is said with our children, they don't even love school. They don't make themselves to be worthwhile people. How will make do with Usabereki? Because you end up honestly nothing. Your parents at least can pay for a mate. You can hardly buy yourself certain things. And you are asking for a maid to do your work. Bazalwane, let's be careful how we establish values in our homes. I mean, ho alulel, ho alulel, wabasal, ho alulel. Whew. Ba alulel, wanko pa le mi You know, I learned something about that people when they are in the Navy, is very key for them because it says when you, when you get out of bed, how you order your bed, it's how you'll order your day. But how to get throughout the day, because that's the first discipline to make your bed. In conclusion, Lebonta Teba Alul. Kelev Lelen Joku Yakohason. I never felt so yala. Hey, you know what you used to do? Otto Hamura Hukena Lula. So. <laughs> What is our responsibility in God's restoration of the home? Know that God loves us and offers us a wonderful plan for our lives. John 3.16, it says, Jesus came so that you should have life in abundance. We need to know this. This will restore. Jesus came for abundance. Jesus didn't come to take away from us as a family. So please understand certain things that are very key. Understand that all have sinned and our sin has separated us from God. So strive to observe the ways of God. Strive to obey what God tells you because sin has separated us from God. Amen. So you realize that we are created to have fellowship with God. Our stubborn self-will makes us to go our own independent way. You know how stubborn or how mamele anybody 
You are an authority on your own. But thank God for salvation because we must submit under the authority of the Most High God. The other thing is just know that Jesus is God's provision for our sin. God gave us Jesus that through him we should have, there is no other way. I mean, in John 14, verse 5 to 7, let's read that. It says, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you, you, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you will know him and have seen him. Now, this is what it says. If as a born-again child of God, you know God, people will know God through you. People will see the example. So Jesus was trying to explain it to, to is it Thomas? To say, Thomas, this is how you do it. I've been with you. I've, you've seen me any time before I perform a miracle. I'll go to the Father in prayer, asking God to give me ability and power so that we can, I can heal. Please understand, all power comes from God. It's not from me. So this is the way that I'm showing you that as born-again children of God, there is no magic that will happen. Have a close relationship with God if you want to conquer the world. If you want to have authority that will change the lives of people, understand that the way of God is the way. Amen. And then we must individually receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Yes, a family can have family altars and so on, but make it a point that each and every member of the family is born again. They confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives through their own mouth because you must make confession with your own mouth. You cannot say this is a Christian family under general and the fruits are not aligned with Christianity. Amen. So repentance is very important. It is not until after a genuine conversion experience that many realized they were never saved to begin with. They had been religious, but never had a relationship with God. So some of us, we're happy to be members of, the, of Grace Bible Church, but our relationship with God is something else. May we work on developing that relationship with God. May we know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives. Then we'll be better Christians. Then we'll be able to go and influence the world simply because we have repentance. Repentance must come with fruits. There should be fruits of repentance in our lives. First Timothy, I mean, Titus chapter 1 verse 16. They profess to know God, but in their works, they deny him. Being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. Don't disqualify yourself with your lifestyle. Live to please God. Live to be someone who will glorify God through their lives. So genuine repentance is very, it's very important to us. Church membership, you still remember the example, you were there before. It's of no significance, if ever, whilst here on earth, you never glorified God. So please let us make first things to be first. Our relationship with God should be tight. Our relationship with God should be at the place whereby it honors God. 
So we need to realize genuine faith is reflected in a transformed life. How about opposite? Oscar's finally before. Change in how you live, you conduct yourself. Amen. A love for God and His word, sincere humility, selfless love, true repentance, and a disconnection, and, and, and a disconnect from the world. You cannot say so deep in the world. So when people find that after being in the church for years, they are not making much progress, they ought to examine themselves and wonder whether they have been truly converted. That's A.W. Tozer. So if ever, how about a difference in my There's something somewhere. Because the word of God, it will never go back void unto it. And to God, it must always accomplish that which it was sent for. So if umzaloani mara hakuna difference, hakuna papa, we are still the same. Something is. It's time to take stock. It's time to to try to establish what values are you observing as a Christian. Uh, John Calvin says there is no worse screen to block out of the spirit than confidence in our own intelligence. Sometimes our wisdom limits us not to understand the ways of God. So we block what the Holy Spirit is trying to reveal in us and we do all other things. So Bazalwani, it's very key to protect the family, to understand that. And family, every time they know. So home should be a place where we groom our spirituality, where we grow in the knowledge of God. So I just want us to take time to pray for families. I know families are hurting. Families, some of us, you don't even want to talk about family because you know very well that So can we just take about five minutes or so, pray with people around you, and let's just pray for families to break whatever it is, that spirit that makes our homes to be divided, that spirit that makes us not to have family altars, that spirit that makes us not to act on the word of God when we are at home with families. So can we just pray? Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, here are your children. You know each and every family that is represented in this house. And daddy, our prayer is that May it be that as they observe your ways, as they do everything in their power to do what the word of God says, Lord, be the one that will take away all the schemes of the evil one in their homes. May they experience breakthrough simply because we are aware that the devil wants to steal from us. He wants to kill us, oh God. And he wants, Lord, to destroy us. And we resist him by submitting under your authority. Understanding that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Father, I pray for each and every family that is represented here. That let it be. It will be restored to godliness. To a place where you as God, Jehovah, you will show yourself mighty on behalf of these families. Father, it doesn't matter how many years have the challenge been in the family. But I know when you speak your word, oh God, things will turn around. Lord, may we not harden our hearts. May we not, oh Lord, allow the devil 
to tell us that it is impossible. Nothing is impossible with you. And I believe as you anoint these, your servants with fresh oil, they will be able to address things effectively and see the difference in their homes. See your hand upon their families. See you, oh God, restoring that which the devil has stolen from them. Father, we pray even for the children that, Father, may it be that the children will learn to respect their parents, to obey their parents, to understand that parents are a God-given authority to guide them in everything they do in life. May we never find ourselves in a position where we look down upon the the wisdom of our parents in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Father, we pray that let success never blind us. May we continue loving you, worshiping you, Lord, irrespective of whatever we have, knowing that, Father God, our relationship with you is very key in this life. In Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. I pray, Daddy, may it be that as we are entering the festive season, as Father God, we are observing the coming of Jesus Christ, the birth of Jesus Christ. Lord, may it be that Jesus will be born in our families. Jesus will be there. We will embrace his presence. We will allow, Lord, the values that Jesus upheld to influence each and every member of the family. Lord, sometimes there are times when we've done wrong. When we have not observed to do your will, Daddy, we ask for forgiveness. We ask that intervene so that, Father God, there can be a difference. We willingly repent from our sins because we are aware that sin separates us from you. Father, I pray for men in this house. I pray, oh God, that, Father, may your anointing upon their lives be so strong. Grant them the spirit of boldness to declare the gospel in their homes unashamedly, O oh God. Grant them the ability, O oh God, to restore the order of a family. Because you as God, Jehovah, we observe that you work with a family. You always want a family that is righteous. A family that observes your command. Father, I thank you as I bless you. I give you glory, honor, and adoration in Jesus' mighty name. We give you glory, honor, and adoration. Amen and amen. While our heads are bowed and our eyes closed, maybe we are here today. You've never made a decision to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. I want to give you an opportunity to go and have a relationship with God. Don't be religious about it. You may have been a member of a church, but you never developed that relationship. You are also welcome. But I want to start with those that never made a decision to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives. Wherever you are, would you please lift your hand so that we may pray with you. That's the beginning of everything. Once we confess Jesus as Lord and Savior of our lives, he is able to turn around our lives. Anyone in the house, don't be ashamed. That's where we start. And God will honor this decision that you're making today to accept him as Lord and Savior of your life. Anyone in the house, just lift your hand wherever you are. We just want to pray with you. God bless you. I see those hands at the back. God bless you. Thank you for deciding to allow God to turn around the situation in your home and God will mightily use you. If you are in the house, just lift your hand so that you may pray. Don't be ashamed. 
Amen. I'm just going to ask those who have lifted their hands to come to the altar so that we may pray with them. Please bring all your belongings as you come and we make a commitment to say, Jesus, here am I. I surrender all to you. All those who have lifted their hands, please come.